Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? It's your boy Poppy Stu back in the mix with another episode of Save and Such. I got my boy Reek with me. Yes, Talk sir. to me, baby. Yes, sir, man. I got my boys with my boy Keelan. Yes, sir. What's up, bro? Keelan, my boy Kamal. I mean, my boys from Rutgers, mm-hmm. representing Rutgers and ASA Miami, you know what I mean? I'm excited for this one. Um, you know, let's just jump right into it, man. Talk to me about, you know what I mean, growing up in Baltimore, both of y'all. What's that like, man, for the viewers, not from around here? For sure. Where to start, for real? You got, you know what I mean, growing up here, you different, for real. You built different, but it, I feel like it prepared you, for real, because mm-hmm. you got that grit. You've been through some stuff, so when you get in that real world, them challenges come, they easy, mm-hmm. for real. I think uh growing up in Baltimore, you definitely you gonna grow up faster than everybody. Like you feel me when you when you uh change your environment and you start to meet other people, you might be at a space where you're more mature, you more down to earth because you know how dangerous things can get. You feel me? So that's if you take the correct lessons from the correct people. But growing up in Baltimore, man, I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. You feel me? Made a lot of friends. I lost friends growing up. You see a lot of trauma and stuff. Sure, but right, right. at the end of the day, it's um it's a lot of great people here doing great things. So yeah. I feel, I feel like with, with Baltimore right now, like, it's so broadcast and shown on TV all the time about being negative. negative. Mm-hmm. Like, by, like when I come into, when I come to Baltimore, I meet a lot of cool people, creatives, you know what I mean? People that actually got their best foot forward to trying to make it out of Baltimore, you know what I mean? Definitely. Let's speak on some of the trials and tribulations that y'all uh, face as kids growing up, for real. They're also trying to be an athlete on the back end, like, what's some right, of the right. challenges that you face? Uh, I mean, I, I got a story that uh, pretty much directly references that. Um, I say, like, when I first bumped up, bumped up the varsity my 10th grade year at Merivale, um, I sat behind uh, Carlos Davis. He at West Carolina now. Mm-hmm. I sat behind Los, you feel me, just learning, learning behind him for a year. But that was my 10th grade year. My um, my aunt Carolyn, she was in the hospital for real. It's like, you know, you know how camp is over the summer, though. You got yeah, practice yeah, yeah. every day for real. So I'm hitting camp. I'm going to practice every day. My mom was telling me, like, visit her, like, go see her in the hospital. She not as good as she used to be for her, like, but you need to go see her. My mind was so, I'm trying to learn the system and you feel me, master everything and um, just be prepared to play play on varsity. And Mm -hmm. um, she ended up passing, like, and she ended up passing later on in the season for real. And I never had went to go see her eventually. Like, by the time I went to go see her, she was pretty, her condition went at worse. And it was like pretty bad. It was a shock to me. So, um, just overcoming that, getting that card. I mean, I, um, that definitely, it, it, it took a lot from me and it, but I had to learn from it and just learn that it wasn't my fault. Like that was, it was really hard time. Mm. So that's what I just had to learn from that. Mm. It's crazy. Mine similar. I had, uh, I started playing football my sophomore year. I was at New Era and, um, I'm starting to like the game. I ain't really play for it. I ain't play no sports, but I'm starting to like football. And, um, <clears throat> my family come from North Carolina, my grandmother's side. And uh, her father was still alive. And mm. like, yeah, they like, yeah, like, you need to come see him. But I ain't like going down there. It's different. Like the country, yeah. you in the city, everything faster down there is slower. Yeah. And um, I'm just focused on football. Like, all right, mama, come down there next time. I'm going to come down there next time. But it was no next time. For real. They went down there. They Shit. called me like, should have came. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like I should have came. Like, yeah. You feel me? That was my great-grandfather. As I got older, we really starting to build a relationship for real. He called me. I call him. <clears throat> My little brother loved him. You know, he got a farm, chickens, animals. So we, we enjoy going down there. Then I got that call. I'm like, all right, bet I got to call my peoples all the time. Mm. Call them, check on them. Just to say what's up. Like, you feel me? Yeah. 
So yeah, that's that's man. Yeah, that's it right there. I definitely know how y'all feel dealing with death. You know, what I mean, definitely like affect you in a in a different type of way. But you know, what I mean, y'all grown up in Baltimore. You know, what I mean, what's some things? Because everybody got their opinion on it. But what's some things you feel like y'all need to do or would you do? You know, what I mean, to better Baltimore, make it a safer place. What's some things like y'all would do? Bro, that's why I do what I do. That's why I love playing the game. Um, my plan is the I just want to give back. I don't mm. care what it is. Give back, give back, especially my community. You know, one of the tougher communities in the city. Um, I just want to be that model. Like, as, I ain't used to want to be a model. I'm like, I just want to play football. Right. But as it came with it, it's like I had to accept it for real, embrace it. You know, I got little brothers. They look up to me. They want to play football. I got cousins wanting to do what I do. Not even if it's football. They just want to go to college for free, you know. So I'm walking down the street. Little kids see me all the time. Like, like bro, like, you doing little kids. Yeah. You know, I did a, uh, I had an Under Armour commercial a few, a few years back. Little kid come up, like, bro, I seen you on, on my TV, bro. Like, wow. mm. like, little kids, bro. I'm walking to school. I'm like, like, damn, like, that's tough. In my community, little kids looking up to you for real. So <clears throat> I just want to give back the best I can. I plan on one of these uh, Christmas. Um, I just want to, like, like, have a little toy drive, something, donate some coats, mm-hmm. you know, for the people that um ain't got it like we got right now, for real. Yeah. So that's my main goal. Saving such and that with you. That's yeah. for sure. That's what we all about giving back, man. So we definitely gonna tap into that. Sure. Especially, you know, with the youngins. For sure. Most definitely. Um from my from my perspective, I think uh for Baltimore it's time for uh it's time for political change. Mm. We need we need change politically in a way that uh wealth is distributed in our in our society as a whole. Um, more specifically like for my community, the way that I wanna help, I feel like we need to educate ourselves like on the other options for us, like socialism. Or uh, a workers' co-op, you feel me? Like a workers' co-op way of distributing wealth for the top, um, for the top corporations that like pulling the most money: Amazon, Walmart, Target. You feel me? Yeah. Instead of them being run by a board of directors, because think about, you feel me, the community in itself. Think about how many people you know that like are employed by Amazon, Target, Walmart, big retailers. So it's um, it's just time for really for us to educate ourselves. We got to unite, you feel me? And we got to unite on one accord. Like we got to unite or behind one. One thing, like one, you feel me, political movement or whatever, so that we can really get the meaningful change. Because we get a lot of symbolic change, we got to get like real meaningful change. Oh, mm-hmm. it's gonna work. Seem like you're talking that talk, right? Yeah, now. I was about to say. Yeah, he talked well. Can, can you can you can you drop some some knowledge on the youngins on how important education is? Mm-hmm. Right, most definitely. So I mean, educate educating yourself most importantly because um, school may not be. It, it's a lot of youngins, a lot of children that's in high school at this time. They may not like school. You you might have you might people. I like English. I don't like math because of what's being taught, or the manner it's being taught, or the environment that is being taught in. So like we need to invest into our schools, into our educational infrastructure, so that you can get a better product. Because there's student athletes that you from. There's so many guys that was so great, but they fell by the wayside because mm-hmm. of yes. because of grades. So yeah. if we just you feel me, if we as a country or Really, on a, on an immediate level in Baltimore, if we push for that in our public schools and our, you feel me, just to have better environments, better teachers, better content being taught, shit that translates, excuse my language, things that translate into the real world, mm-hmm. that's most important. You feel me? Like yeah. That's what, that would be a big help for us. So, so we, we, you can't even, can't even count on our hands how many teachers we ran into that you would have thought we was the reason, like, they didn't like that job. Mm. You feel me? Like, we, we had this one teacher, our math teacher, I ain't gonna say no names, but bro, she, she told us our face like, 
I can't stand football players. Mm. Mind you, I'm new to the school. I was uh, shadowing him. I'm like, what I do? Like, you feel yeah. me? I'm just here so I can be there one yeah, day. You yeah. feel me? She she gave us the time of our life. Like, it was so hard. Like, we going, we we had to go to, like, assistant principals. Like, Chuck, like, you get us out this class. Like, please. Like, we told them. Like, nah, like, she made you work. Mm. You feel me, bro? Remember? No, bro, it was crazy, bro. Bad. Like, there's certain teachers out here that really don't want to see you. So if you don't want to see me, why would I want to be there myself? Like, why would mm. I want to lock into your class? You feel right, me? Like, right. why would I want to come to school? People think, I feel like people think it's really like the younger generation. They always say the younger generation different. But I feel as though, like, if it's not people out there that's, that's, that's welcoming, like, mm. why you tell me, like, you're coming to school for real? Like, they pushing us out. I feel but like you got to pair it. You got to remember. You got to remember the socioeconomic conditions of the students itself. Oh, mm. Like, how, what's their home environment like? Yeah. Like, a student may be coming from, he just walked his sister to Tench Tillman. That's down, he, or Henderson Hopkins, or a school down the hill. He got to hop on a bus to bring himself to school. He might not be prepared. He might not even eat breakfast this morning. Right. And even one of them might not eat breakfast this morning. Right. So now, you feel me, they dealing with whatever they dealing with at home, a single-parent household, financial struggles with the parent. You know what I'm saying they might it's things that they are uh, deprived of as a result of that, and when you're deprived of things, it's gonna make you uh, react differently in school. So that leads to behavioral issues, and mm-hmm. that's a trickle down effect. Like the trickle down effect from that is crazy. So you got to take that into account, and that's why I like improving that, improving that, and education at the same time is gonna be is the key to getting it done. You can't do one without the other. Mm-hmm. With everything that you dealt with as for both of y'all as kids, like. How impactful was playing the game of football? Jeez, <clears throat> it opened up doors. Like it, uh, the game of football. Are right, you playing a game, but you also building a family. Like you building a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You feel me? This is my brother for yeah. life. Yeah. yeah, this is my brother. Sure. I had to protect him. I was his O lineman, and then I had to get get the ball back for him. I was his D lineman too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel as though the game it changed you. It make you selfless. You always gonna think about another person before yourself. Um, it show you how to work together. Like I can't do this without you. Mm. You feel me? That's one thing we knew, and we had to get everybody around us on that same page. So uh, it op- it's, it opened up multiple doors for us. Look, I'm here with y'all. I mean, yeah. who knows what I would have been doing if I wasn't uh, playing a game? I got friends that's dead in jail or out there doing what you know, right? You feel me? Yeah. So who knows? I I owe the game more than it owe me for real. Mm. That's how I feel. We we get to do this. We ain't got to do this. We get to do this. Most definitely. Like, it's, a, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Well, um, I would say uh, just not having a not having a father in my life, the mm-hmm. coaches in my life were like the positive male figure or like the disciplinary male figure that I took, like you feel me, that I took lessons from or that I would listen to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, on top of everything that bro said about uh, team building, you know what I'm saying, like learning about selflessness, not learning how to work together. And I mean, football a beautiful game. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a it's a beautiful game you learn about. Like, especially playing quarterback, just the way that you see yourself develop, you get comfortable with like finding out your stroke. Like, I really didn't have a trainer, so everything I do is like off uh, just me studying and you feel me, me studying how to rotate or what what's making my arm hurt. Like, you mm. know what I mean? and just learning from that. So, um, 
And then the coaches I had at Maryville, uh, like Coach Nixon, Coach Clash, they just got their first state championship this past season after yeah, not remember the door for two years. That's two, tough. Strong, two years yeah. months, for sure. Maryville just got their first state championship. A lot of guys going to college for free. So just building that, like it, you get you get opportunity to get out this city, like mm. with that game. So it was very important. Sure. It was. It got to a point. <clears throat> every every coach that came to see me, I brought my brother with me. Mm. Every coach, I don't care, no highest level, no lowest cap. level. Every Cincinnati, UConn, Wake Syracuse, Wake, like, Wake. That's no cap. Maryland, no cap. they here with me, mm. and um, they started catching on. Like yeah, like. Like I get what y'all are doing here, but like every every path, every story different. No, yeah. uh, my brother, right? Our story different, but let him write his story. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? I kept bringing him with me. So that's how we carry it. So so how, I I love that man because you know I mean when we was talking about getting together. He's like, man, I gotta bring my brother with me. Mm. You know that was that was really what he said. He's like, I gotta bring my brother. I'm like, yeah, so he can sign for sure. You know what I mean? Because I feel like you need that. You know what I mean? You definitely need somebody that you know, you know what I mean, is with you 110%. So how did this come to be? Mm. Like, how did this, you know what I mean, start? Bro, to be honest, it's funny, bro. He, he, uh, he caught me walking my dug. <laughs> he caught me walking my dug down on Urban. And, um, he was on Minnesota. Minnesota, my fault. I ain't, I'm from South Baltimore. I'm from over East. <laughs> but he caught me walking my dug. And, um, he pulled me to the side, like, bro, like, from a distance because my dog ain't play that. But um, he like, bro, like, yo, you big. You feel me? Like, I seen you on the ground a few times, da-da-da. Like, yeah, he like, all right, I'm going to stay in touch. But I forgot, for real. I'm like, he just talking like every other people yeah, do. You feel me? Sure. So he, um, three months later, around like, what, March? No, December. Right? Yeah. December. He hit me up on the ground like, um, I had just dropped a tape, one motion tape. Shout out to them. I had just dropped a tape. He hit me like, bro, like I talked to the coaches already. You just got to come up. So I come up, bro, me and my mother, we come up. They got it all. You would have thought it was a college, bro. Got the jerseys <laughs> on the table, got the helmets, got him, got Keelan, and you got uh, Ty Jones. Shout out to him. He down Old Dominion. Mm. And um, Coach Nixon and Coach Class. Me and my mother walk in. Like, oh, first thing they talk about was school. I've been to other places. Football, football, football. First thing they talk about was school. They they had the blueprint of how we was gonna get the job done and get to where I needed to be. So I stopped taking um, visits to all these other high schools. I could have went to St. Francis. Mm-hmm. I could have went to uh, a few numerous schools. Yeah, yeah. Just hit me up. Nobody talked about school. How are we gonna change what I need to get to where I need to go? Right. But Mervo. <laughs> you feel me? That's all you needed. That's all I needed was my school part. I could play football, but I, like he said, I was one of them kids that didn't like school, bro. So once it clicked that I needed school to get the way I wanted to go, I started getting 3.0s. You feel me? I never had 3.0s in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just ain't care about a 3.0. I ain't understand how important it really was. I took my report car home, showed my mother, bro. She cried, bro. Mm. You feel me? That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> so if it wasn't for him, I really wouldn't be where I would be, where I'm at right now, bro. Like, that's how I cry. Like, I feel as though he helped me, bro, my brother. Like, he was my brother before he was my brother. Yeah. I don't know what he's seen in me. Because I really, it was some days I ain't seen nothing in myself, bro. Right. Like, I'm just playing the game just to just to graduate, get me through for real. I'm going to be out here working. Mm-hmm. But that's how I cry. Like, that's my brother. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just always genuine love. Like, mm-hmm. I got bro best interest. He got my best interest. 
So it's like we just gonna elevate together. We're gonna go forward together. Mm. Um, I'm just I'm I'm glad he brought him. I'm glad he he allowed me to come with him for real because he definitely ain't have to. But it's like he's he a guy that like jump coming. He out there for you, like yeah, like you feel me? Yeah, but for yeah. you, and then you know when you hang when you spend that time together, you kind of just get on the same. You get on the same mental accord, and it's like we already know we on point at all times. Like you feel me? Having fun together, going out, so yeah. just doing our thing. Man, that's tough, man. I love that. I love that. But talk to me about, you know, the role that God played in y'all life of y'all being here today and where y'all at today. I'm not going to lie to you. I can be more closer with God. My mother, uh. I love that. I ain't as close as where I should be. Yeah, I love that. Like, I ain't as close as where I should be. And, uh, my mother tell me all the time, she say, just, just wake up. As soon as you wake up, just, just thank him for allowing you to wake up, being mm-hmm. able to move your hands, move your feet. Cause there's a lot of people out here that can't do those things. Mm-hmm. You definitely. feel me? So I'm definitely, I'm work. there's something I'm working on. Um, but. Yeah, it's just something I need to work on. He he more closer than I am. Like before we leave, he'll make you late, bro. But he praying for for all of us. Like he 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 pray before we leave every time, no matter where we going. We going to the store. Hold on, bro. I gotta do this for us. I'm like, all right, pray pray for me too, because I really I ain't grow up in that for real. Like my grandparents, well, they from down south. You know how they carry it. My mother, we we went to church a few times, but as we got older, it's like we kind of fell off. You feel me? Like we. Thank you, God. Like, you know, somebody missed a light, almost hit you. Thank you, God. That's God right there. Yeah. But um, it was never one of them things like, all right, bro, like, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pray for this and that. Like, she always told me, like, don't go to him when you just need stuff. Mm, you feel important. me? So. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a different question. What's the importance of prayer and staying prayed up in this day and age right now? All right, for prayer. So, I mean, uh, for me personally, what I do, I don't just pray. What they don't, what they don't know that might be taking a little long. I journal a little bit, you feel me? And so it's just simple. It's mindfulness for real. Like just give a short breakdown of my day. I got the date, like it's dated for real. Uh, of my day, what I, what I might have did, three to five things I was grateful for. And then I put my head down and pray for real. So I mean, I guess, but, uh, just praying is for staying self aware, most importantly. Mm-hmm. Um, self awareness, just keeping your mind clear, disciplined, cause you got to do it when you don't want to. Um, just trying to really try and build structure for yourself as a young man, especially in Baltimore. You gotta have, you gotta build some structure for yourself and build some, build some consistency or like something for you to look in, look inward and take into account the things that you're doing to make sure that you are moving towards what you're trying to achieve. So mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. What, what, what age would you say you was when you found God? Do you want to dig deeper in your study of Reformed theology? The All of Life for God podcast, presented by Reformation Heritage Books, offers you weekly sermons, audiobook chapters, and interviews that will help strengthen your relationship with Jesus Christ. So what are you waiting for? Just search All of Life for God wherever you get your podcast and start listening today. Presented by Reformation Heritage Books. Cause it's, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I can't even cap and say like, it's a, it's a God thing. It's like, I'm more mindful. Like, I believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's, but growing up, I wasn't, my, my mother, she, I wasn't really forced to go to church or anything. So I wasn't really too religious. But I just took my, as I've grown older, I've like wanted to take my own like stance on religion for real and like, or form my own belief of it. You feel me? Cause mm-hmm. I ain't really, not saying I didn't understand the Bible, but a lot of things in the Bible, 
um, they align with like like it makes sense to me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I can decipher it and it makes sense. But I've never like sat read the entire Bible or things yeah. like that. But my mindfulness and my thing with God is like God is kind of inside of he. I think he and he inside of me. He's like my higher self, my mm-hmm. highest self, my best. Like you feel me, the best level I can achieve. That's who I pray to. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they they are the most high. They know everything. You know what I'm saying? So uh, mm, that's tough. That's tough. You remind me of Nipsey Hussle a little bit, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you ever watch his interviews? Yeah, no, nah, Nip, Nip was cool. like you're very, bro. like, conscious, very sharp. Yeah, he knows everything. Yeah, was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was That's cool. tough, bro. I appreciate With, like, that. being in Baltimore City. Baltimore City is huge, you know what I mean? But uh, some people make it out, like, what pressures do you deal with, like, being that, that chosen one, that top guy? Shit, it's huge, but it's small at the same time. But, um, it struggles, bro, like, you walk down the street, you seeing you seeing needles on the ground, mm-hmm. you seeing numerous people's on the corner that you you spend back the next month, they still out there. You feel me? You 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 hearing about this murder that happened down the street or or your brother just getting locked up. It's like that that's all that all play a part for me, for for all of us for real. But um that's your your motivation, your goal. Like that can't be me, that can't be my little brother, that can't be my uncle. You feel me? Like you you know, we know we can't take care of everybody, but we're going to take care of the ones that we know we can. Like, everybody, you're not going to reach out and grab. You feel me? Everybody not going to want to listen. Trust me, we tried. We tried. That's a fact. But you can only help who want to be helped. So that's my, that's really my motivation, bro. If I come back, I come back a few years later and uh, I donate this million to a school that changed numerous lives. Definitely. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? Like, it's never, I don't know, bro. People ask me that all the time, like, they, I've been told, I've been told, believe it or not, bro, stop worried about other people. Mm. But I can't, like, you feel me? Because say he ain't worried about me that day, I would not be here. So it's like, I gotta, I don't know, it's always in me. Like, I just gotta put somebody else before me or like, I gotta help somebody. That's really my drive. I'm tired. I'm on my last sprint. Right, I'm doing this for my brother. This last sprint for my brother now. You feel me? So... That's that's what pressure me. I know you say you're not really big in the church, but bro, that's that's God like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's God like for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. How about you, bro? Um, I can you uh, restate the question? I was like deep in bro. Oh, um, what was my question? I was asking like the pressures. What, yeah, what is the pressures? Like being the chosen one in your city, like what are some pressures that you deal with? Mm. All of, all of the pressure come from like myself. Mm. The, the pressure I put on myself to be great. You know what I'm saying and it's neat. Like what I want to do is what I want to do, like for sure, hundred percent. Like there's some things. I know my mother, she uh, she was she's a bit older than she's probably older than like a lot of people. She's like sixty three, I believe, her birthday coming up. But she would probably prefer me to be doing like not be at a junior college in Miami. You know what I'm saying? She'd probably prefer to like just go to walk on that morgue and like, right, 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 right. walk on that morgue and you feel me, just hurry up, get your degree so you can come home and yeah, but um this is a risk I'm taking on my own, like, to be great, because it's it's a certain, you feel me? I, I want it. I want to do it my way. You know what I'm saying? We get one life. We get one opportunity to mm. do this thing. It's like you might as well take all the risk you want. So, yeah, I wouldn't even call it a pressure though, because that's like I feel as though that's saying it's like um, it's people tell me like it's the difference between work and not calling it work mm-hmm. for real. Work is something you really don't want to do. You just doing it. But if you going grind every day doing something you love, that's just something you love to do. So I wouldn't call it a pressure. I just call it something we love to do. Like we we love the game so much, and it got us on this this platform. Um, so you just gotta keep. Why not keep going? 
for real. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stress it. Like why? It's a, it's a game. At the end of the day, it's, it's a game. game that we love to play. That just so happened to bring these opportunities to us that we take advantage of. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Hey man, we're gonna be right back. Um, this is a deep conversation. We'll be right back though. We back. We back. My boy Kamar and Keelan. The mayor, Keelan. I'm going to start calling him the mayor. <laughs> that boy's going to be a mayor or the president one day, man. Nah, these are my guys, though. But, um, you know what I mean? Keelan and me got a connection, though. You know what I mean? Being a Juco product. You know what I mean? Anytime somebody, you know what I mean, went that, took that Juco route, you know what I mean? Instantly got a connection because people don't really know what that life is like. You know what I mean? But talk to, you know what I mean, the people. Tell them what your Juco experience been like. Man. <laughs> Man. Going Juco just. I mean, I left, like I said, I, uh, I left West V at, um, I think this, this was like right after my freshman year. So like the summer going into my sophomore year, I went to Sussex County. Mm-hmm. That was like the worst experience ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> worst. It was a, a crazy experience. And then, um, I was able to transfer out to ASA and receive a new opportunity. So we just finished up spring ball. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a much better schedule. I mean, Division One Juco, but, uh, it's, it's uh, it's it's tough. It tests your love of the game yeah, for, sure. for sure. Junior college tests your love of the game. You're gonna see a lot of guys fall off. That's already on a like JUCO is really a. It's a tough spot because you fall out of JUCO, like you might not have nowhere to go mm-hmm. if you don't go through that cycle and find a way to get out. And you feel me? Get your film and all that. So, but uh, it, it tests your love of the game. It gotta it gotta show that you are um. You got to show that you are really focused and you really love it and you're really willing to discipline yourself and do some things on your own that you might not have at a four-year school mm. as far as recovery-wise, the f- facilities and such. So, um, yeah, Juco would test the love of the game. like and, uh, Yeah, man. People don't really know what that Juco life is like. But the thing I love about it the most is just the, the guys that you meet there. You know what I mean? It's some dudes that I got that I met at my Juco. You know I, mean? I talk to them every day. Most like, not a day go by where I don't have a conversation with them, you know what I mean? But touching on you, and I mean Rutgers. Big dog. Rutgers. <laughs> Straight out. What's that Straight like, out, man? Shout out my boy uh Tyshawn Fall yes, too, man. Oh, Ocho Sean. Yeah. Tell him how the Rutgers bag came, bro. Tell him how the Rutgers how the Rutgers bag oh, came. Oh, chill. Before that though, a lot of people don't know. I was committed to a Juco before mm. I uh signed with Rutgers. I was mm. committed to uh Independence on okay. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the pandemic hit, cleared all that up for me. That's, see, that's God that right was there. God, right? I was just about to say that. You feel bro, me? But, sure. um, no, nah, but Rutgers, bro, Rutgers cool, bro. I ain't going to lie. Like, you you got a lot of game to be there, bro. Trust me. Like, you got a lot of game. Like, <clears throat> they going to test you mentally, physically, emotionally. They broke me a few times, bro. I never thought I could be broken, like. Mentally, mm-hmm. like, nah, bro. Good at yelling at me. I've been yelled at all my life. That yelling, not just yelling, bro. That yelling come with you ready to be on the ground. Did you think you feel like you ready to die? Your lungs ready to explode. You gotta mm-hmm. get up. Ain't no bending over. Ain't no hands on your hips. You feel me? But by the time the game come, it's easy. Yeah. So it's like, damn, we did all that for this, but it's worth it at the end when you got that dub for real. But um, nah, I ain't get to experience that jiggle life, but. Power five, like not to what? brag or none of that, because I don't yeah, really, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. But um, talk that talk. Yeah, good. it's sweet, but you work for it. At the end of the day, you gonna work for them COAs, you gonna work for them, them NILs, you gonna work for that food they give you for free. Mm. You working for them bucks? <laughs> you feel me? Like ain't nothing just handed out to us, especially Rutgers. You know, we looked at as underdog in the Big Ten, right? So 
shit, we just keep them quiet and let and 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 when no refs come on the field mm-hmm. <laughs> until that time say zero zero zero, you gonna fail us for real. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. No lie, like we work too hard. Yeah, everybody work hard, but bro, we got transfers coming. Oh no, bro, we ain't never do this before. <laughs> y'all do this, bro. This crazy, like. Man, bro, you just came from a, a winning team and y'all, y'all ain't doing this? Yeah. All right, watch. Let us play y'all. You going to fail us. I'm telling you. We had teams that hit me up on the ground. I know I know a few players. Bro, our trainer said, y'all, we never played nobody that beat us up that bad physically, mm-hmm. mentally. <laughs> People tapping out. That's just how they breed us up there. Wow, man. So what can we expect from you this season or from Rutgers? Yeah, I'm gonna speak for I'm gonna speak on both sides. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, uh no, we definitely, you know, we we uh our program was a, a rebuild. Our coach, Greg Shiano, shout out to him, mm-hmm. gave me the opportunity. He came back um with us. So he just re- redoing everything, start from scratch. You know, he he was there back in twenty eleven when right. um Ray Rice right, and right. all them, yep. the twins, you know. So they was a winning program. He know how to win. Now he just got to get players that want to want to buy in, do what he tell us to do, and gonna go hard every play. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, we definitely we climb. We got better every year. Mm. We could have had some. It was some spots, you know. We we could have did better, but no. For the most part, we getting better every year. Mm, Same with tough. me. I uh I went in as a D lineman. They really ain't know where they wanted me because I played both sides. But I um I went in as a D lineman. They needed me on scout team. Cause I know, I knew, yeah. bro. Like if I go in that old line, bro, they might snatch me up. Like, I don't know. Like I wasn't. It's like O line, D line. I, I knew I had so much to learn, but O line, it's like I was just like, I was there with it. Just had to get tweaked up. Yeah. But um, I love defense. I loved hitting the QB. I just couldn't hit him. <laughs> it was I hit him one time and I felt I thought I was ready had to leave, bro, because he hit his hand on my helmet. In a playoffs at practice. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but um Yeah, bro, like uh they snatched me up. Actually they didn't even snatch me up. I went to X. I asked, it was a business decision. I asked my coach, I'm like, Coach, can I go to the line? Like it's in the air, you know, it's in the air. So I just asked him. He's like, "Yeah, for sure. We we was gonna do that anyway." I'm like, oh shit, you feel me? <laughs> but um, I went over there and uh, I just been building every day. It's fun. Like you get to take advantage of a another man. Pause. You get to take advantage of another man for real. <laughs> and and just with no, <laughs> you get to you get to abuse another man, bro. You feel me? Like. Yeah. No, nah, this this year this year gotta be my year though, mm. my debut. So, you basically like last year was like you know I mean your little redshirt year or like you was learning. So what's some things you learned like from sitting and watching? This really sounds crazy, but I really ain't learned too much from the people above me because they wasn't where they needed to be mm. for real. So it's like I'm I'm learning from I'm learning like not the game. I'm more so learning from them. How to keep my mental state, how to keep my, my body healthy. Mm. You feel me? Not really much the game, like, because I'll, I'll, we ain't had the best line in the country. You feel me? They get out to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So until then, not that I'm trying not to be so mean. You feel me? But that's just what it was. Like the whole country knew, like, when we see them, we really get 10 sacks. Mm. And that, I felt as though, like, I, <laughs> I'm up next, like, that, that's dead. You feel yeah, me? For like, sure. That ain't ready to keep happening. So it got to a point, I started asking my brothers, like, bro, hold me accountable. I got you down the line. 
Straight up. Like, if you see me bent over, lift me up. You feel me? I see you bent over, I'm going to lift you up. You still my brother at the end of the day, but that's what it need to be for us to be where we want to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, I learned more from my assistant coaches, my coaches watching film with them every day, what to do, what not to do, how to move your feet, when to move your feet, when to slow down, when to be fast. That's it. Every day with my coach. She probably got tired of me. Mm-hmm. But y'all say y'all here for us, so I'm going to use you while you yeah, here for us. For sure. For sure. So who's some uh, some people like y'all mold y'all game after? Both of y'all. Ooh. When I was on D-line, I wanted to be like Aaron Donald. Nobody can be like Aaron mm-hmm. Donald. Yeah, yeah. So I just had to be like me. Mm-hmm. On offense, I just – once I bought into being an O-lineman, okay, I'm an O-lineman, um – I would say Trent Williams, but Best. nobody can beat Trent Williams. Oh, Trent like he get away with stuff that a lot of people can't do just because yeah. he he perfected his game. Yeah. But um you can try it. I tried it, it worked, but you gotta just find you for real. But uh yeah, I like Trent Williams. I watch Trent Williams. Yeah, I think he's the best. He's a technician, he's aggressive. Yeah. I'm ready to hop on Evan Neal. You know, he okay. just went to draft first yeah. round. I like Evan Neal, he's a technician. That's it. That's it. Um, I say, I, for for playing quarterback, you got you got to really take it's certain things you take from everybody. Game, I say, like mechanics wise, Drew Brees was my guy because yeah, he ain't sure. he wasn't the tallest. You feel me? But he still was able to. He hit five hundred yards multiple times, like in a game, five k passing. Mm-hmm. So I say, Drew Brees. Um, I'm definitely a big Mike Vick fan. Mm-hmm. You feel me on the left? Gotta be. Gotta be gotta a Vick fan. <laughs> gotta be a Vick fan. You know I'm um. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, like he, I really studied Aaron Rodgers when I made that shift, like in the college and just locking in on how to rotate your hips and you feel me, just making, making plays, being a playmaker, you feel me, taking them shots. Uh, Lamar, you feel me, shout out, shout Shout out, shout out to the Ravens. So just, I take, uh, I take pieces from everybody's game, I say, (laughs) but just all put it together. For sure. All right, man, we about to we about to wrap this up, man. This was such an amazing episode, man. I definitely appreciate y'all guys coming through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all, y'all, y'all laid a lot of jewels, a lot of y'all gave a lot of wisdom to the young kings out there for mm-hmm. sure. Um, let's do a mental health check in before before I let y'all leave for real. From one to ten, ten being the best, one being the worst. How y'all feeling right now? We go around the room mentally. Yeah. Every time I come home, my mental state grows. So uh, I'm a I'm a cool seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. Like yeah. that. I'm at an eight. I'm like, at an eight or nine, I got to get something to eat. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Say, where the water at? Where the water? How about you, Rick? I'm probably about an eight. That's what's up, You man. know what I mean? Everything going on, I'm at eight, though. That's I'm cool, good. though, man. Like an 8.5 right 8. now. 8.5? Feeling good right I'm now. feeling yeah. good because yeah. of this, though. We had a great discussion. Oh, great discussion. Bro. It's this cool is, the event. Yeah. When you get the event, let it all out, for real. Yeah. It's one thing that we usually don't do. I'm going to ask you to uh, lead us in prayer, bro. Can you pray for Baltimore for us? <laughs> I got you, bro. Um, Heavenly Father, we just come to you. We thank you. We praise you for who you are, Father. We just ask that you just continue to just have your hand, Father God, on just the city and the people, Father, that are trying to make a difference and are trying to be the light and be positive. We just ask that you just continue to show that you are alive, continue to show that you are great, continue to show that you are undefeated. There was no one standing next to you. There was no one close to you. And we thank you and we praise you that you're undefeated, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Coley. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy because we call him Pastor. Really? <laughs> that's the man. He called, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he called he me the called deacon. Me, called me I man. call him Pastor. He <laughs> called me the deacon. Like, we're not really into into church as we should, but 
a lot of our slang is interchurch. Like we call our colleges uh, the mega church. <laughs> we call it the mega church, but and we say when we get to the NFL, that's the e mega church. So mm-hmm. it's like. It's weird, right? He yeah. just he just but made that's that just up. How we, <laughs> the E Mega Church, the E Mega Church, that was off the dome. Just, just made that that's how it is. So that's really how we talk. People be laughing at us, like, but that's really it. I don't know. Y'all boys want to give out y'all socials? Yeah, you can follow me at Instagram at underscore Missouri M I five five O U R I. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, only one Glock. I'm saying, I'll follow you back. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, we definitely appreciate y'all. Sure, thanks for having me. It's been another episode of Saved and Such, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Make sure y'all follow us on all social media platforms. That's at Saved and Such and all major podcast platforms. That's Saved and Such. That's S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H, man. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Y'all be safe. Peace. Saved and Such. We're Saved and Such.